Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces. Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected... Newsies! If this is correct, please press 1 now. Hello and welcome to Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can just call me Richard. Hey, I'm Craig Stew, and I'm Dunce number two. I'm the third one. I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? Oh, what, no. What accent? Oh, Craig got in the sauce before the show this time, guys. Oh, what kind oh, of sauce was that? The bad sauce that he's addicted to in this narrative we've driven for him. Oh jeez. I got into my mom's liquor cab. Twelve <laughs> <laughs> oh, year old Craig, knock it off. I'm sorry. I'm drink I've been drinking uh vodka. Wow, that's what a timey drink you're drinking there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it actually timey? I don't know. No, it's not. That's the joke. <laughs> when did vodka get invented? Give me a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> a Budweiser. <laughs> I don't know. What was around? Sarsaparilla. Oh, give me a sarsaparilla. <laughs> That's root beer, you idiot. It's not alcoholic. Uh, I got him. No. I fucking no. got him. Woo! He's no. pretending to be drunk. <laughs> now we can stop the charade and get into <laughs> the movie. Which one's that? Are, are you saying you don't want me to do this voice the whole time? I'm telling you I don't want you to do the voice the whole time. Hey. Hey. Oh. I'm walking here. It's me, Joey Wheeler. Who? Yugi. I think that's the guy who invented the wheels on the The Ford. printing press. That's right. How timely. Because this is a film all about the printing press. No, it's not. Well, I mean, okay, sort of it's, is. It's more about... It's about the printing press of... <laughs> what's his fucking name? The Pulitzer Man. Hey. Hey. We watched the newsies. Oh. Bada bing. I, fuck, I fucked your mother. Hey, that's not appropriate. I'm I'm sorry. I'm all in on the funny voices now, but you can't go <laughs> saying rude stuff like that. Come on. Forget about it. I'm waiting for the funny voices to end. <laughs> it's not gonna... What are you talking about? The whole movie's funny voices. Fine, I'll start talking like this for the rest of the episode, too. I love it. <laughs> wabba boop Well, guys, we watched the Newsies, presented by... I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's a funnier voice of the time period, eh? I guess so. Ooh, you, Mario? Hey, is that Super Mario? <laughs> Mama Come on! <laughs> Get sucked out of pipe. <laughs> My mom told me not to stand near those. <laughs> yeah, mom's an alcoholic. Hey, Rich, you know, my voice, my accent sucks. 
but your accent is even worse. It's all natural, baby. <laughs> it was born with that set of pipes. <laughs> Fuck, can we talk about the movie now? I would love nothing more than to talk about this film. By golly. Well, it's not just a film. It's basically a documentary because it's based on true events. I never news this. What? This this is news to me. Ha <laughs> ha! Got him. Great. Uh man. I don't even know how this starts off. Uh, with a bunch of boys getting naked. It's your dream. I mean, one of my dreams. Not a recent one dream. Of the reoccurring ones. Uh, I'm really, I'm really sad. I can't use this accent. I'm just like, uh, okay. You really wanted to go yeah. the whole show using that accent. It might have gotten, it might have gotten annoying. How about when you're quoting the movie, you're allowed to do the accent? Okay, deal, deal. Okay, okay. Keep going. Okay, so it's based on true events back in time in the 19 somethings. <laughs> what? Back in time. Yeah, back in time. Where are we going? Into the future? 1889. That sounds too old. 1989. I thought that this was like 1930s or something. 1964. I think think Casca's actually right. Well, I didn't do research, so maybe he did. 1899. I was right there. No, it was a few years off. It was 10 years off. Yeah, I was right there. <laughs> but yeah, we're going back in time. We're going to New York City. Better than Mr. I'm 50 years off and over the limit. Come on, forget about it. Sorry, sorry. But we're still going back in time with all the little boys who wear their weird hats and don't have parents. And they're yelling, extra, extra, read all about it. Because they got to work for the big paper tycoons who are a bunch of fat cats in ivory towers mr pulitzer yeah he's a guy that's involved and the other guy hurts hurts what hurts wait is it hearse or hurts i think it's hers but with their accent it definitely sounds like hurts hurts yeah like i wasn't yeah. sure if there was a t in there or not yeah, isn't it hurts definitely... like the car company oh, or I'm whatever sure there's been multiple hertzes in the world I mean, you're thinking of a hearse. No, hurts like isn't hurts like a rental car? Cause I hurts myself today. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, the guy he leaves the newspaper business and he goes into rental vehicles. It 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 is hearse. It's Hearst. Oh, there is a yeah. William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, yeah, I know that. William Randolph Hearst, because he plays such a big role in this film. I'm glad we took five minutes to discuss him. He's in the movie. He's the guy. (laughs) I'm a. What? Isn't he the guy or is that Pulitzer the whole time? Pulitzer. Pulitzer the whole uh, time. I mean, I think Hertz shows up at the poker game, but that's about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, this movie is all about the prize man. Yeah, the Pulitzer. Okay, the prize man. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was all about Hearst. Jack Kelly. Well, okay. Okay. So maybe it is about Jack Kelly, but okay, we'll get to him shortly. So the movie begins with some song with all the little boys singing. I don't know what it's Seize called. Seize the day. Though. Seize the day. Oh no! Carrying the banner. Oh my god! You're naming all of these names, and I don't know what they are. Carrying the banner. It's the one where they sing about carrying the banner over New York. Okay. Yeah. This this basically has all of the world building that we need. 
It opens with, hey, that's my cigar. Dude, dude, dude. In my notes, I have, that's my cigar song. And that's it. That's all I read yeah, about the song. That's how it opens. It's the first line of the song. Hey, that's my cigar. Kid, you're 12. Don't smoke that. Sorry. He got into his dad's uh, cigar box just like Greg got into his mom's liquor cabinet. No, this guy doesn't have a dad. He's living in the Newsies house. I just went and bought a cigar from the guy because they don't give a shit because it's eighteen ninety nine and they'll just sell cigars to anyone. You can get a it's a nickel cigar. Got it for a nickel. But boy oh boy, do I wish I could get a quarter cigar. So I have a question here. Yeah, what's up? So this Newsies house or whatever, like is this actually yeah. just for Newsies or is it like an orphanage kind of dealy? Mm, seems like a Newsies house. It says Newsies boarding on the side. So none of these kids have parents? Doesn't seem like it. None of those kids, I guess, yeah. And if they do have parents, maybe they don't love them a lot enough to keep them in the house. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. Okay. Yeah, like I was wondering, like, what's the deal? Like, do they have to pay rent, like, a percent of their I'm wages? I'm assuming, or yeah. I'm, I'm guessing they do pay this day. Okay. I'm guessing not much, considering you got these kids bathing in buckets in front of each other. They're all sleeping with the same bed with one another. Guy sucking his thumb, putting his feet in someone's face. It's a fun scene. It's a fun movie. I mean, it is a fun scene, but when you really think about it, it's like, boy. Oh, it's depressing. Absolutely. Yeah. These poor street rats. Riff raffs. Rich Rich just wishes he was in the situation. Oh, yeah. Okay. It it sounds good on paper, but but no. It's depressing. Yeah. No. Okay, so... Yeah, that song's... Like, I guess the song didn't stand out to me too much, but I don't know. I thought it was good. Like, it's fine. Serviceable. Like, a lot of the songs in here sounded the same to me. Aside from a few standouts. Yeah. I'm guessing the standout is Santa Fe and uh, the one with the girl he sings. Mm, No. Okay. (laughs) Craig, it's your turn. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, those are the two standouts, Wait, right? Actually, what? What, was the, what, what was definitely the Santa Fe song, but what was the other, yeah. other one I remember? Uh, it was uh, Sugar Water. What is it? Um, she talks about putting her best vest, or her best vest on, sticking her chest out, and doing her best. High times, hard times. Okay. It well, sucks. I watched this movie a few days ago because I have to watch it early because I don't have time to watch it. I don't remember all the songs anymore. I should, That's okay. I should have That's been fine. listening to them on, on my iPod. Yeah, you should. You gotta got. You gotta been prepared. That's what my, I did after I should have put them it. on my. I should have put them on my record player. And 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 sang along. If you want to be period correct, you want to call it a Susama phone. I should have put them on my Susama phone. I think that's what the cat in the hat used to play like songs for the kids. Nah, he had a fish. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my bad i was thinking of the other cat in the hat yeah yeah the, the dirty one we don't talk about that guy <laughs> yeah get out of here mike myers yeah come on mike myers go back to austin powers it's less somehow less creepy than what you're doing here it's true <laughs> yeah like man it's like it is like you just look into the costume and it's nightmarish and then you hear what's coming out of his mouth and it's like dude you're with children what do you come on Mike like Myers be should cool. be should be in that like cast movie that's coming out. Um, nope. <laughs> you know what? He might be in there. There's so many freaking cameos and names that flashed up on screen. For all I know, it's he's just probably him Tim as Bull the Burn. cat in the hat in that movie. Yeah, it might be. 
he'd but, probably look better than what they look like. Yeah, they definitely look similar. Yeah. It's not not a good look. Well, they look similar enough, but, you know, you got to take away Mike Myers' hat. Yeah, well, then he's just a cat, isn't he? I mean, maybe give him a collar, you think too. This is like, you think this is the origin? Probably not. Might be an origin. This might be, like, all connected. I don't like know. Superhero thrillers. I don't know the original plot of Cats, so I wouldn't know. Um, pretty sure it's, uh, hey, we're a bunch of cats, and we're homeless, except some, some, some of them aren't, and that's it. What's a Jellicle cat? Uh, that's all of them. They're just called Jellicle cats? Yeah. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? I never even heard that term before. It's from cats, man. You gotta see it. Don't worry. We'll come back. We'll discuss this on the cats episode. I don't think that's Disney, though. You don't think it's Disney yet. Okay, we'll get there. Okay, so let's go back to Newsies and let's just talk about Jack, our hero. He's the main character of the movie, and he's a damn good paper salesman. And he knows how to con folks. And it's a young Christian Bale. I I, I didn't say con. It's Christian Bale. Dude, are you kidding me? He cons people. How does he con people? He ends up adopting a little brother just to con folks. No, that's not conning. That just people are more likely to buy from a little kid. He's like, hey, how about you fake a nice cough for me? Let's hear it. It's and called being a, a, being a great salesman. It's called being a salesman. It's not a con artist. He's not leaving town afterward. He doesn't have a crowd of people chasing after him. I mean, he's certainly looking to leave town. Yeah, he's looking to leave town because he wants a better life because New York is no place for a child. He's a grown adult, basically. Uh, almost. He's probably like 16. It's basically grown, especially back then. He's almost a grown adult. He still, he knows better, if anything, <laughs> you know? No, Come I on. don't know. He can't He can't stay in this city forever. He's going to be a newsie till he's 30. People don't want to buy newspaper from a 30-year-old man without a kiosk. It's yeah, weird. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have that punum. Yeah. The what? The punum. What's the face, that? The, that cute face. I mean... Doesn't he say that in the movie? The, the kid... He, sa- he says it like 30 times. I'm surprised Richard hasn't yeah. picked up on it. S- sorry. I t- don't know how I missed that, but I clearly did, and maybe he didn't yeah, say it notes. Maybe they're as... in there. Dude, I can tell you. that It's not in the fucking notes. When's the, when's the last time you checked? Now I'm looking at my notes as we speak. Okay, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. Hold on. Let me let me use uh, Control-Find. Uh, Control-F. Okay, yes. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. How do you spell this, Craig? P U N A M? Ah, Craig, you had a good opportunity. <laughs> you should have said P U. You stink! And then moved on. Uh, I'm but, sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not in there. Or at You're least. You're not enough of a rapscallion for this lifestyle, Craig. I'm sorry. Or at least I didn't spell it that way. Craig, how do you think I would spell it? P U. You stink! Ah, he did it! He He got him! (laughs) Ha ha, you idiot! (laughs) I'm glad he took it. Greg, get back in the newsies. Congrats. Thanks. Here's your hat. Here's your gun. Thanks. Enjoy. Wait, they had guns? Yeah, they all had guns. All of them. You can't sell paper. You can't. You can't. You can't pass papes without a gun. Wait, no, they didn't have guns. They had swords. They had guns. 
Well, no, only one specific character had a sword. Not Give him the sword. <laughs> All right, Greg. Apparently, you can't carry a piece, but here's a piece of wood. Haha. On God. Don't hey, use it oh. until, until you absolutely have to. And when you absolutely have to, just toss it in the street. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the film. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that, too. <laughs> Can we please Anywho. also just discuss that it is a young Christian Bale in this movie? Okay. Hey, guys, it's a young Christian Bale. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking Batman. Barely, He's a Batman. He fucking, apparently, he hated this. He hates this role, too. Why? He just, apparently Christian Bale, like, a, like just doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah, whatever. It's a spot on his Wait, career. Wait, so the man didn't want to acknowledge it, but here you are steering us right into it. Have some respect, would you? I think it's just funny because he's no. Right. It's a good movie. Yeah, I I, there's nothing it. wrong with Newsies. But it's very uh, not not like him. Well, I mean, what was him back then? He's young, yeah, he was young a little yeah, boy, little Dickens. Yeah, let, let him be. I just thought it's important because I was surprised. I was like, oh shit. I didn't even know it was him until I went to uh, the album on Spotify and it said, oh, Christian Bill sang this one. And I'm like, huh. I, I, I didn't know it was him until I came into this podcast and Craig brought it up twice. <laughs> well, I brought it up once. I assumed the first time was getting edited out because you guys were talking. <laughs> so. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens <laughs> to the second time. The too. second time. Bada bing! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah. We got Ben Affleck. Fuck, not Ben Affleck. <laughs> we have Ben Affleck. We got Christian Bale. Anyone else you want to throw in there, Craig? Robert Pattinson. Let's just get all Robert Pattinson. The new Batman. Oh, man. Well, Every Batman imaginable. The one with the Michael, nipples, he shows Michael up. Michael Keaton, George Clooney, they're all there. They're all selling papes. Val Kilmer. No, it's, it's just... Weird. Val Kilmer is actually in this movie. Adam West... It, is he? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <sighs> this movie is a tough one to go through. It's rough because without the musical numbers, it's just kind of like a film. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, what happens? Okay. What's-his-face ends up showing the little kid how to sell papers, along with the little kid's older brother. Uh, I forget his David. name. David. Davey. Yeah. I think they called him Davy a few times. They call him Davy and David. They go back and forth. Davey. I think it depends on how uh, how how grown up you are. <laughs> Davy sounds like a better name for a paper salesman. David sounds like a revolutionary, though. <laughs> Did we? T- well, what about Crutchy? What about Crutchy? He Crutchy's exists. There. That's it. <laughs> Crutchy's That's there. It. He's got a crutch. Uh, yeah, Crutchy's there, but he's not important just yet. But we should uh, talk about him because he's okay, there. guys. There's a cripple. His name is Crutchy. He's he goes ha beans. It's hard to be a paper salesman because everyone thinks I'm faking it. There's a lot of fake crips out there, boys. A real crip can't do nothing. I better find a new spot. Hey, happy? Are you happy? I'm very happy. I'm glad. All right, great. Thanks. Okay, great. So we got what's. <laughs> What's Christian Bale's, uh, what's his character's name? Is he Jack Kelly? Jack Bauer. Jack Kelly. Thank you, Casca, for actually giving me the correct name. That is uh, time period appropriate as well. 
I'm sure back in 1898, there's at least one person named Jack Bauer. I, I don't know. Well, no, there wasn't because that man actually eh, it doesn't fucking matter. Let's get to it. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on this. You I'm, know it. I'm picking my battles carefully. Yeah, this is not one you should argue. <laughs> It's a bad we, sort of We can probably on. Google the, the, the census like, hey, and guys, figure it out, Hey, guys, let's Google literally everyone in the world in this time period to see if anyone happened to be named Jack Bauer. I'd rather fucking shoot myself. Now let's get to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about shooting yourself. Bada bing. Hey. <laughs> at, at least we took that gun that Craig was going to have. Yeah, I know. I still have it. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Give it to me. I don't know. You're going to shoot yourself. We got a show to do. Okay, yeah, or else we'd just be here for hours. So well, that's the plan. Okay. So I guess what ends up happening is the kid is so good <laughs> at selling newspapers that he ends up getting drunk on the job as well. And some policemen decide to chase all the newsies away. I'm glad you said you guessed that's what happened because... It's not accurate. What happened then? <laughs> he did take a drink from somebody because somebody bet him. But then the uh, <laughs> the uh, orphanage guy shows up, whatever his name was. I don't know. Orphanage the- Joe. I thought that was a police officer. Well, no, wasn't it the guy who... Uh, I believe Orphanage Joe points out the man to a police officer and says, Hey, that's a rapscallion who escaped from my facility not too long ago. Let's get him. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And also, well, just for the record, it's the tiny little sick boy who's getting drunk on the job. Yeah, the little kid. It was, I didn't think that you made that obvious enough. You just said that he was such a good paper salesman, he got drunk on the job. Well, fine. Okay. It, it really sell, It really brings it home when you realize the person getting drunk on the job is 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was dared to drink a beer for 25 cents <laughs> or something. Quarter. Which uh, get you a nice cigar, from what I'm told. At that time, that's a that's big money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids should have probably should have drank two beers. But yeah, we have a little chase scene, and they get run straight into some. I don't want to say brothel, but it seems no, like it's a, not brothel. a brothel. It's a, it's a little theater. It's a burlesque <laughs> show. It's not a brothel. No one's <laughs> sleeping with anyone. She's yeah, just doing they, a little tease. They went to the whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> The, they're all gonna get a. <laughs> hey everyone, we're all getting laid. What do you call the workers there? Actresses. Actresses. <laughs> yeah. The the burlesque ladies don't have a special term. I mean, not that I'm aware of. What <laughs> you want to call whores? Well, the thing is, okay, yes, <laughs> they bro- share the moniker. It was a really confusing time period. Man, they'll be swimming <laughs> in quarters in no time. Oh boy. Regular Scrooge McDuck over here. <laughs> okay. I wonder, actually, like an old time strip club that you know, because at this time we throw singles, but back then were they throwing like nickels? Like you know, you didn't... I think they just paid an entry. Oh, are you talking about not the burlesque show, but an actual strip club? An actual strip club. I don't know if they existed. <laughs> Did they just not exist? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because obviously the amount, the money is different. It's expensive now, but imagine back well, then. I once played a game called Shantae, and there's this place you can go doing belly dances, and people threw gems at me for doing a good job. Maybe that's how it works. Yeah, like, I can just imagine them taking a handful of nickels or whatever and just, you know, putting it straight A handful? Yeah! Are you nuts? A handful? 
Okay, sorry. They just oh got, my god, we're going gonna... through a depression here. You want me to throw a handful of nickels at a whore? I thought we were in the 1980s or no, 1880s, yeah, 1890s. Pre depression. This is pre depression. We're on the cusps of it, though. I can feel it. We still got like you? 20 years. Yeah, we have a we have a Yeah. And how do you think the quarters did the, I'm sorry, was it nickels? nickels. I which currency. You think the nickel's gonna hold for 20 years? I don't know. I've seen the future, and it's bleak. Well, hindsight's 2020. Yeah, so give me all your damn quarters. I don't trust you anymore. No, nickels. Whatever, don't throw anything at them. I'm, we're not throwing, we're just, we're just depositing them. It's not a bank. You know, go back Rich, later. For Rich just interest. takes his, his handful of nickels and just drops it on the stage. Just <laughs> No, you got to put it in their underwear. No, you don't. That's not cool, buddy. Isn't that what they do? They just got the singles in the G-strings or whatever. They do. Yeah, nowadays, because you can do that with a single. Back then, they had standards. Okay. You want to keep your money clean. <laughs> We don't have that much of it. That's why you can buy 20 cigars for a quarter. Okay, fine. So, okay, they get to the burlesque place, and is that when the lady does that song you apparently love? No. Oh. I mean, she does a song, but it's like a two-second one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we get introduced to that lady who I guess is a lady that's kind of somewhat... (laughs) I guess is a lady. (laughs) What? Well, I'm assuming she is, and also she plays a role later, but... And has her own song later. She's not that important, but she's there. Yeah, she's nice to look at. Yeah, and she's nice to the newsies. They apparently have run-ins with each other from time to time. Whatever you want to consider a run-in, but... I'm a big fan of Jack Kelly himself. Very friendly. Yeah. He's like the, Apparently um, she knew his father. He's like the tramp of this, uh, movie. Yeah, if you want to put a label on him. I mean, I do. I want to draw parallels. To a dog? He's the guy that everyone loves. Well, uh, now let's go forward. Okay. Where where are we? Where are we going? (laughs) We're going straight to dinner at the house of the two little boys that Jack was taking under his wing. Well, one little boy and one... One little boy. One who's like the same age. About what was the little boy's name? Um, you know what? Can't remember for the life of me. <laughs> Dave Junior. Dave Junior. Okay, we got Davey and Dave Junior. We're going to their house for dinner, and their parents are just so impressed by Jack because they're gonna make like what a thousand quarters, sell a thousand papers. I don't know in a week, and they just really appreciate. Uh, I believe they sell a paper for a penny. Well, they're still selling a thousand papers in a week. So yeah, that's... I know. I'm just saying it's not a thousand quarters. It's not a quarter for a paper. No one would buy that. Well, I wouldn't know. I wasn't alive during this time. But yeah, you'll make a thousand. So let's see. You'll, you'll, they'll move a thousand units, get a thousand pennies a week. Ten dollars. Split that sixty forty. Oh, so. yeah. 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 So everyone just loves Jack for doing this for the kids. The kids are thrilled that they're going to be selling papers. And now Jack gets to sing a song about dreams coming true and going off to Santa Fe. Yeah, it's nice. Santa Fe. This song was so good because he steals a horse and he does a weird cowboy dance routine. Yeah, the cowboy dance routine is really good. (laughs) Oh. 
The guy wants to be a cowboy. They call him cowboy. He is a dream. Let him dream his dream. Yeah, and he just says how his parents, they moved out west trying to find a nice ranch for them all to live at, and they're going to send for him later on one day, hopefully. But he's impatient, and he's going to find his own way to Santa Fe. Yep, by selling papers and hustling down uh, starry-eyed children. He's not doing that. Well, I mean, he's taking advantage of them. He's not taking advantage of them. He showed them how to sell. 60-40? That's so a con. What? He's still, he's the you, best. How much, how much do you think they're going to make on their own? Honestly. Especially with David going, hey, sir, would you like a newspaper? No, okay. See you later then, I guess. He probably would have moved about like two of them. Did you not hear that all the boys? They said this is like hell of a deal. Yeah, it is a good deal. He it's he's it's the honestly best. the best, Richard. The fucking best. He should be taking like thirty percent tops. No, why? He's doing all the work. He's doing all the legwork. What do you mean he is? He's showing him how to run from the cops. He's telling him how to embellish the lines, the articles. He brought him to he's, a burlesque show. He brought them to a burlesque show. They didn't charge him nothing. They could have just watched. And they liked watching. They just happened to end up there. It's not like this was like a yeah. field trip in advance. Just, just happened to end up there. Hey, guys, let's just happen to see a friend of mine. And just happen to get our first directions about it. I don't think anyone got an erection It's all there. very coincidental. I guarantee everyone in that room was hard. I didn't. <laughs> you weren't in the room, were you? I mean, I saw what was in the room. But were you in the room? You don't get no. a full 360 view of what's in the room. Yeah, you wanna. And I, and I mean, David got a full 360 view. Wowza. Yeah, because nothing <laughs> gets me harder knowing that everyone around me is hard as well. Yeah, I figured uses like that. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. God damn it, dude. <laughs> All right, let's get it on with the film. Okay, so we learn a little bit more about the fat cats at the paper companies. We got Pulitzer, we got Hearst, and they're ready to jack up the prices because they need more money. And they're going to start charging the newsies more to buy their papers and... The Newsies, they ain't happy. So they're going to go on strike. Hold on, this is important. Yes. It's going from 50 cents for 100 papes to 60. Holy shit. That's a big difference. That is, oof. That's heartbreaking. And they're barely making money as is. Oh my god, did you see where they live? Poor kids eating a boot at the start of the film. I guess I missed that one. Oh my god, jeez, you should have seen it. I, mean, I guess I should have. And the other kid lost his boot. <laughs> he ate someone else's boot and not his own? Well, yeah, what do you, you can't work with only one boot. It's I mean, like we're you still walking could. around. Have you seen the streets? They're filthy. Guess. Yeah. But okay. Horses S- everywhere. You want to step in poop? No. No, who wants to buy from someone who looks like they stepped in poop? Have you been doing the accent the entire time, or did I just notice you going back to it? He has been doing it the whole time. <laughs> Don't tell him, Greg! You son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't tell him, Greg! I you wanted to do it out. the whole time. You and sold now, me out! And you, and you, you, you did it. Now you've been doing it the whole time. 
<laughs> the difference though is I, I I got a subtlety to it. I can get away with it. You, it's 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 yeah. It's like night and day. It was so natural that I didn't notice until just now. In my defense, I kind of have the accent sometimes. Yeah, because he's a born and bred New Yorker. Born and bred from Brooklyn's. Mm-hmm. Home of the Ninja Turtles. The what? Oh, Ninja Turtles. I was like, what the fuck did he say? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's fucking get back to the stupid movie. You couldn't figure out what he said from from Ninja Toitas? I thought he was talking about, like, maybe a sports team or something. (laughs) Go, the Ninja (laughs) Toitas! That sucks. It's us, the Teenage Mutant Ninja (laughs) Toitas. to play a rousing game of stick bowl. <laughs> so, okay, the Newsies, they aren't happy about the price hike, so they're gonna just stop selling papers, because nothing works better than going on strike. And now they sing a song about stopping scabs. Wait, did, did we talk about them going to the ha- their house? I, for- I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, you're gonna edit this out. Oh, we did forget to talk about the love interest yeah, the and all sister. that, yeah, that was... tension going on there with Sarah. For the two seconds. Mm. That's why I <laughs> What sells it. paper? Uh, violence and boobs. He's so dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun scene where it just pans to the dad and he's like, Honey, why don't you get the cake? <laughs> <laughs> Your birthday isn't until tomorrow. <laughs> this is a fun guy. This is a fun movie, guys. I've had enough birthdays. We can have my cake now. What a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, sure, it's just to get uh, Jack Kelly to stuff his mouth with something other than his daughter, but. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, vice versa. Whatever. Okay, so after that... <laughs> we can wait. Yeah, no, this it's better to get him out. It's so much better to get him out. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you don't apologize. This is what we do. If you're not laughing, then what the hell's the point of the fucking show, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never apologize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, think I, I think I broke. It's fine. I think you pick, your, pick up the pieces. Do a pull up regular Humpty Dumpty. We got time. Richard, go send all your horses and all your men. Oh, God. Okay. I don't have any horses. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you got plenty of men. Ayo. I wish I did. Well, no, wait. No, no. I don't wish I did. <laughs> I don't think we're ever getting through this. No, we're not getting through. Greg, just mute your mic. Decide when you want to join again. I broke. <laughs> Luckily, I'm go. about a third Just of the go. way through the notes. Just go. Yeah, they were. We got. We got through this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's really nothing to talk about aside from the songs, pretty much. No. It's yeah. There's a lot of which is you know what? That's fine. It's a musical. That should probably be the focus. Mm-hmm. Have we met the 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 president of the United States yet? No, I think that's uh, not for a while. It's the governor of New York. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, the next day, the Newsies, they learn about the price hike, and they now sing a song about stopping the scabs, I guess. Gotta soak them. What's this one? The world will know? And the world will know. 
I feel that I've heard this song before, or at least I heard it parodied before. Is this one, like, considered the big one from this movie? Uh, I don't think anything was the big one from this movie at like, all of them were the big one from this well, movie. Well, I feel that there are a lot that just kind of stood a out. giant flop, Richard. What? It people, was? People did not like the Newsies. The Newsies died at the box office and then had a little resurgence when it came out on video. But I think the main thing that came from the Newsies was the Broadway play, which actually did really well. Okay. Yeah. Cause like a lot of these songs, I thought that they, it was like basically um, like, I know I said that a lot of them were fine before, but I feel that like the world will know that one was a big one that stood out to me. Like fucking great. Um, Seize the day Santa Fe, like so many that were good. So many standouts. Yeah. yeah, they're not. They're good. I enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite is King of New York. Oh, yeah. That one, too. That one, too. And that yeah. It's really good. <laughs> that's why I thought, like, this was, like, a great success, but. This... No, it really wasn't. And it's sad. Because, yeah, you watched it. It's enjoyable. Um, I do want to say this. There is, like, the live musical as well on Disney+. Plus. <gasps> I didn't know that. How did you find the newsies on Disney Plus? Did you not Did you not use your search bar or did you just kind of look at the pictures? I looked at the pictures. What, what do you think I could read? Cuz I used the search bar and I was like, "Oh shit, which one am I doing?" <laughs> I start typing in newsies and Nemo came up. Do you want to watch that? Nah. Wait, did you get ah, past That's a good one. Did you get past two characters and Nemo was still coming up? No. <laughs> well, he well, was at that point. He was looking at the new adventures of Nemo. Well, as soon as, like, as, soon as I hit, as soon as I hit two characters, Newsies came up. So no, I didn't get past that. Okay. Uh. So yeah, the world will know. I thought it was a great song, but okay. After that song, the guys they got to figure out what's going on, and they got to take their demands to Pulitzer because they're not going to be working. They need those prices back down. But I don't know what their specific demands were. Was Did they just want the prices back down to what they were? I mean, basically. I don't think they ever listed specific demands. Well, I'm sure I'm sure in reality they did. But the music, the, you know, the, the movie, they were just like, no, we're just oh, going to strike. Cause you we... want to know the reality of the situation, do you? What? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. But yeah. Um... Jack, he goes off to give his demands to Pulitzer, while Davey, he actually meets a nice, slick reporter friend. And he's all like, oh my god, you guys are doing something special here. That's the President of the United States. Costco, you want to help me out here? No, I got nothing. Bill Pullman. You know, from, uh, from, uh, that movie with the aliens, Independence Day. Oh, that's what I freaking recognize this bozo from. Oh my god, it was killing me the whole movie. <laughs> I never saw the movie, so that's why oh, I didn't know this guy at all. Man. Thank you for that. This what does he say? This will be our Independence In- Day. Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean <laughs> this he does will be our fourth of July. Wait. The rest of Wait, the, the, the Did he uh, say that in this movie or Yeah, he did say that. I remember this is the whole scene where the newsies were dancing in the burlesque show, and he's all like, "This is our Independence Day, bada boo." Man, <laughs> fuck. Okay, so you can tell Davy, 
he's got some brains. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's he's coming up with the plans, but Jack, he's just the guy who's, I guess, the face of the movement. But Davey, he's, he's the man behind the curtain. He's the mouth. He's the mouth of the movement. Jack is the mouth? Yeah, he's the mouth. Which is ironic, because they like to call Davey the mouth. Well, he's the brains. Well, I know, but they literally call him the mouth multiple times. Oh. Did they? Yeah, they didn't. I didn't notice that either, but I it guess... It started when they... They started when they met the guy from Brooklyn to get him on his side, which we're going to right now anyway, so I might as well talk about it. And he goes, who is this guy? The walking mouth over here? And he's like... Yeah, he's a you know what he's a mouth array, but he's also got a brain. And if you had half of one, you'd listen to what he has to say. And then from there, he like adopted the nickname of the mouth. Yeah. So basically, the plan is that they're going to go into all the different boroughs of New York City, and they're going to get all the newsies to join the strike with them and stop selling the papers. Um, but yeah, in Brooklyn, that's that's where the big cheese is. I forget his name. Wait, no, I don't. Yeah, I can't Spot Collins. Either. Spot Collins. The man who makes things happen. Because he, if he's not behind the movement, no one's going to be behind they the movement. They needed to cast someone much more <laughs> threatening than this kid. Well, hey. This I mean, kid just... was so small and scrawny. And I was just like, are you kidding me? This he's is so Spot Collins. He's so small and scrawny, but so, somehow he, he garners this ridiculous amount of respect. Yeah. He's a, lot, he's, he's a lot like that little bird from The Lion King. Zazu. Zazu? He's a lot like Zazu. It's like... This guy's bossing around lions. He's a little tiny bird. Come on, show this boy some respect because he's got something else going on you just can't see on the surface. Mm-hmm. And right now, Craig, you're you're not respecting that. It, is it that big old? Never mind. These are kids. No, please continue. <laughs> no, I would love. The, I would love to hand this podcast that over big to the authority. Personality. <laughs> Glad I'm not getting in trouble this episode. It's that <laughs> that big personality. Yeah. So, okay. So, after they go to Brooklyn, um, Davey, I guess he decides to sing Seize the Day with a bunch of other newsies. Yeah, you're good. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like you're waiting for confirmation. I I, I kind of was because I only wrote Seize the Day. Well, actually, I didn't even write (laughs) Seize the Day. Well, the thing is, in my notes, I didn't know his name, so I just called him the Nerd Dude. Nerd Dude. Yeah. I mean, season day is a fun one because he's not he's not important at all or any. Well, he is important, but you know he's not a playmaker like. Uh, well, he kind of is the playmaker. What he's are you got talking about, brains, David? He is literally the everything. Literal, the literal. He's just playmaker. not the guy screaming. <laughs> I mean, wow! Even you were taken for a fool. Look at you following freaking Jack Kelly to the end of the earth, giving him all the credit when he's doing nothing but screaming. Uh, yeah, I'd follow him. Like he's willing to take charge. The nerd dude, not really, because he he can't. Why not? He's 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 the shadow master. He pulls. He's pull. He's he's working the puppets. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm willing yeah. to follow the puppet of the puppeteer. Yeah, but you're seeing behind the curtain here, bud, and you're still talking to the face hologram or whatever the hell. I don't remember the Wizard of Oz that well. Someone throw me a freaking lifeline here. I think you're right. You're talking about the wizard. Yeah, I'm talking about the wizard. It was basically a face hologram. Yeah. 
You know, but the, the, again, they saw through the face hologram and looked at the man behind the curtain. But you, I, you're satisfied with the face hologram despite the fact the curtain's wide open for you. I like the Futurama version when they it's the professor and they open up the curtain and he's just got a gigantic head. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> As long as you know. The Futurama. Well, anyway, so Seize the Day. It's a great song. I liked it. And, um, I don't even know what Season Day was about, I guess. Season the Day. <laughs> Seizing the Day. <laughs> Carpe Diem. This, this, this was kind of their moment. They're gonna, the door, the gates are gonna open, and they're gonna rush in there and soak the scabs. Did so they? Soak them. Wait, what yeah. do they mean by soak the scabs? Uh, beat the living hell out of them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. I thought that they were gonna, like, you know, make them wet. Make them no. Mm. <laughs> well, not like that, but you know, don't, just don't love that at all. <laughs> Sorry, make them wet. No, did you do it like that? Does it make it better? <laughs> Sorry, just pour liquid over them. <laughs> better? That's still better. Yeah. It's not. It's hose them down with a hose. Them. I mean, hose them down with the hose. <laughs> You have to be very, a, gar, a, a, a fire hose. Very specific. Where are they going to get a fire hose, Craig? They'll, they'll steal from the firehouse. They're not thieves. They're newsies. He stole a horse. Ah, he didn't really. He, he borrowed a horse. Horse went back. They just have to borrow the thing, the hose. It'll go back eventually. Yeah, they'll get it back. Where are they going to take it? It's got to go to a fire hydrant. Luckily, there's one in front of this newsstand, I guess. So I have an important question here. Yes, please. So you talked about the gates opening. And I do remember yeah. seeing some gates open and then just some, like, tough-looking dudes come out. Yes. So were they going to replace the Newsies or were they just there to, like, some like break some legs? Uh, I believe probably both. Okay. They were probably there to sell papers, but also because the newsies have been showing up and, you know, razzing the the scabs, mm-hmm. they kind of had these guys to protect the joint. Like, hey, you don't want to mess with me. I've got a bat. This boy's got a metal chain. <laughs> we can really do some business. But luckily for us, you guys don't have our one weakness, slingshots. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's just like a big fight between the scabs and the... What it... The newsies. The newsies. Oh, I think he's something happened. He's vibing or something. Yeah, sorry, I got a I got a work message. But more importantly, wow. so well, not more importantly. Like I guess the big takeaway from the fight between the scabs and the what are they called? The newsies. Newsies. <laughs> well, I thought that. Okay, like what's the opposite of a scab? Like outside of context of this movie. Oh, someone who write a picketer, <laughs> a striker, strike. I guess striker. Mm, someone who's right. on strike. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll go with that. Well, I'll call them newsies. Yeah, let's call them. Yeah, newsies. I don't know why you're not trying to call them newsies. <laughs> well, the thing is, sometimes in my notes, well, while I was taking notes, I was referring to the newsies as the scabs, but I realized that the newsies oh, aren't boy. the scabs. No, the newsies are the newsies. So that's why I'm kind of getting confused right now. Story of your life, bud. But that's okay. So 
Well, I guess Craig's big takeaway from the exchange is that um, the cripple friend ends up getting taken away, and he's the only one that got taken away? Yeah. Because he's a cripple. Yeah. And they beat the crap out of him. Yeah, and then he gets taken to the refuge, where... (sighs) Do we want to talk about the refuge? Doesn't the the reporter see it happen, too? Yeah. Why does he fucking not help? Like, what is he gonna do? Get arrested? He's got a paper to write for. The kids being beaten up walk around and be like, "Hey, guys, you can't do that. You're all kids." Yeah, walk around. Just be like, "Hey, hey, hey you can hey, arrest them. Hey, but don't, don't chil- beat children. Them up. <laughs> don't beat children. Them up. Come on." <laughs> yes, officer, right here. These are the boys. He probably just thought that Crutchy was faking it. That's true too. A lot of mindset during this time period about people faking it. To yeah. make it. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, Crutchy gets taken to their refuge. I, they want to break and him out. And now he's actually a cripple. It, wait, what? <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, okay. But, yeah. He gets taken to the refuge. He doesn't want to leave. Very unimportant. I don't know why we brought up Crutchy in the first place, but... I like Crutchy. There's a whole scene where they go... Also, yeah, Crutchy is kind of important. He, he's the he's only like one that the, is important, aside from he's, the... He's, well, I wouldn't say he's the only one that's important. Hold on there. But I will <laughs> say the he, is, he is a catalyst for the events that happen later. Without Crutchy, a lot of the second half of this movie just wouldn't be really much of an issue. Well, I didn't even write anything about Crutchy later on in the movie, so... Well, I don't. it's not exactly new that your notes aren't exactly the best. <laughs> You'll have to enlighten me once we get to it. X-ray, X-ray, read all about it. Richard didn't take the best notes this time either. <laughs> okay. It doesn't exactly move papes, you know? I mean, you're right. The only thing that yeah. moves papes it's, are... It's no news to us. Thanks. Hey. 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 Not a big... Oh. Okay. So, Crutchy doesn't want to leave. He's having a blast where he is. And the next day... <laughs> What? <laughs> Just when he gets caught and when he's in the home, Crutchy's loving it. He is. <laughs> he is. That's, that's the funny part. I'm sorry, Mr. Schneider. Right, that was his name. The guy. Yeah, you got no. That was Mr. Schneider. He ran the the refuge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The home for inconsiderate boys. Yeah. So. After that, the next day, they sing a song. I don't know what it was about. Um, the scab people come. So does Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn comes. Brooklyn comes to help out. Hey, Brooklyn's here. Brooklyn's here, and the movement's going to gain some traction. Um, Brooklyn is Spots McKenzie? No. Sleep. Spot Collins. Spot Collins. Yeah, yeah. So... They end up getting in the papers after this little uh, event. And if anything, this is the catalyst for the movie, them getting in the papers. Yeah, but who who's the one who spills the beans? Yeah, who's the one who singles out Jack Kelly and exactly where to find him? Hey, it's my buddy, Jack Kelly. He looks great in this picture. <laughs> I believe, <laughs> hey, he looks just like himself. <laughs> that is what they useless said. useless line, Crutchy. <laughs> Who else is he going to look like? So who did he say this to? He said it to Snyder, the head of the the folks, the refuge. And who does he end up telling? 
Who, Snyder? Yeah. Uh, Pulitzer and the mayor. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. After he goes down the, to the Newsies home and has no luck hunting them down by saying, oh, I've been searching for a dangerous criminal boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's a big catalyst. I yeah, love that's the, the, Early on, though, he literally said no pictures. Yeah, but he changed his mind after they, you know, took down the boys with the chains and the bats by punching them in the nuts. Yeah. Oh, but first, um, well, before we get to that, or at least before we move forward, I want to say that when they first got into the papers, that's when we have King of New York. Yes, sir. And that was your favorite from this? Yeah, I love that song. It's great. Sing it, Casca. No, don't uh, sing it. You're good. Look at me, I'm the king of New York. Suddenly I'm respectable, staring at you. Lousy with stature. <laughs> they say how they now have know. like a corduroy suit or something, and now they're the king of New York. And <laughs> It's great. <laughs> I know one guy wants a, a, a quarter cigar, the other one wants a date with the mayor's daughter. It's yeah, good yeah. song. They just they talk about their dreams. Someone just wants a hot meal. It's sad. I think that was the boy who was eating his shoe. <laughs> I like it. It's a fun song. You know, you, you get a you get a good look at the newsies and their mindset. And also, they're also giving credit when, where credit is due because it's like, hey, Mister Future President, you did this. You're the king of New York, man. This is your moment. Celebrate with us. It's great. Yeah. So, um. They sing that song, blah, blah, blah. They're in the papers. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I guess Jack is just wandering around at this point, and he ends up sleeping outside at that one girl's window. Yeah, I guess. Why not? The sister. <laughs> Davy Boy's sister. Davy Boy? Davy. Baby? Davy. It's uh, me, Mr. Davy, Mr. Davy, Mr. David, Mr. Okay. David. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Um, they have a nice romantic rooftop breakfast, and they does he also do the Santa Fe reprise at this point, or is that later? Uh, I believe I don't know. I think he says it like three times in this film. Honestly, uh, I don't know if they actually sing at this point. I think he just goes, "Hey, if I were to go away, because I'm not really used to people caring that much if I go away or if I stay." And you have no obligation to, but uh, would you would you care if I went away? To which she responds, "No, I don't even I, know who you are. <laughs> she should probably just no, go." She doesn't. She doesn't say anything. Which is very reasonable which because is, which is worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I met you once, that one time, and my dad uh, cock blocked me. <laughs> Or the reverse. <laughs> You're met with silence, and it's just, well, it's got to be something else. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they have their little conversation, whatever, love interest. And I guess, yeah, the fat cats, they plan to arrest the man because he used to be um, a refuge, escaped. He used to be a thief, blah, blah, blah. And they plan they're going to. They gonna stole some food to eat. Yeah. He's a regular Aladdin. I mean, I guess, but... A diamond in the rough. Yeah, but they're going to arrest him at the rally. Whatever. Did they plan this rally, or... Yeah, this was planned. Oh, I guess I missed that. Yeah, they had. They said, we got to get to the papers. We got to get all the papers to notice us. What can we do? 
I know, we'll have the biggest, loudest rally we can possibly muster. And the loudest thing that they can sing is high times, hard times. Heck yes. And that was a good one. Yeah, I liked it. So many good songs. Yeah, it's a good little piece of work here. Yeah, but unfortunately the police come to break up the rally and they find Jack. coppers. Yeah, the coppers come. They all get arrested, but the slick journalist man decides, you know what, I'm going to pay all their bails. Five dollars each. Which is nuts. Holy crap. Yeah. But Jack, he gets sent into the refuge for the remainder of his days. <laughs> wait, wait. Before, before they all just get arrested and he gets sent to the refuge, Jack took a hell of a punch. Oh, the full-on uppercut into that the policeman's arms? Big time uppercut. Yeah, the guy <laughs> took an uppercut and Jack it, went it, it, like, it, like a professional wrestler <laughs> took, that, took that punch and well, leaped into the air. He went up. I mean, if, if Jack Kelly is known for anything, it's his ability to sell. He sold the hell out of that punch. He went so, Professional through and through. He He's went good up, for the business. He t- he went up and arced backwards and fell yeah, and fell into the cop's <laughs> arms. And the cop's got a real nice squeeze of that boy's junk, I tell you what. <laughs> what a catch. Man. <laughs> In more ways than one. Hey, what? He's attracted to a young Christian Bale. It's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, after that, Jack, he gets taken to the Fat Cats. Or actually, just Pulitzer, I guess. Yeah, just Pulitzer. And he offers him a deal. Like, hey, I'm going to pay you three lifetimes worth of monies, and you're going to work for me. And he says, no way, man. But then he says, you know what? Your friend Davey, he's got a family, doesn't he? And he, Jack, he's just all like, shit, you're right, he does. Most people do. <laughs> and I guess, does Jack just agree to this or? Uh, he, he doesn't necessarily agree to it. But he, the next day. He says, he I'm ends... going to sleep on it. I'm going to let you sleep on it. You let me know in the morning, boy. And okay. Go, okay. And as he's leaving, you know, because Davey has been following him, he had a mm-hmm. whole scheme planned out. He's going to bust Jack out. And he does. And I think that's the point where Jack kind of realizes this. No, situation. he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No. Yeah, he did. No, because the next day he sleeps on it and he takes the offer. No, no, he, no he buddy, doesn't. let me explain the freaking film to you instead of you interrupting me all the time. All right. Okay. Yes. He busts Jack out. This dawns on him. Holy crap, Davey. What are you doing? They could have seen you, buddy. You could have gone to prison. You have a family. What are they going to do without you? You have father's hood. You can't work at the factory. You got to go. Thank you for what you did. But get the heck out of here. Then he goes back to the refuge and decides, you know what? I'm just going to take the deal. I'll get the money I need to leave. And David will be safe. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Gotcha. And now Jack, he dresses up all fancy and he's ready to sell some papers for Pulitzer. And the newsies are pissed, especially Davey, who Davey, he decides now is his time to shine. And he takes the mantle of the strike leader and he gets arrested, right? Or dragged away? Something? No. What? He just has a, he has a conversation with Jack. No, because like... Then he leaves. I could have sworn that the police were trying to get him off of Jack because he was going in for a punch. I mean, 
they he did eventually try to swing, but they just let him go. He didn't get arrested or nothing. Oh, okay. They just yeah, hey, stick to the rest of the newsies. You guys, you guys scamper off. These boys got paper to sell. Okay. So yeah, uh, I don't know what happens after that. Oh, <laughs> I guess the ruffians, the uh, the scabs, like. They're now having more power in the city and start stalking Davy's sister and family. Kind of. But before that, you find out that Jack is sleeping in this, like, storage facility for newspapers. This is his new home, apparently. <laughs> like, I thought that that was the deal. Like, he now gets a nice suit and he'll sell papers and he also gets to live in the basement of, um, I guess it was where that they were selling the papers. Like, just like yeah. the basement of it. Yeah, it was a weird situation he had lined up for him, but it is important. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and then and then when he's doing this lifestyle, then you find out about the boys. They're all like, "Hey, you idiot! We're gonna rough up Davy because we can." <laughs> yeah, and his family, <laughs> and his family. So uh, watch out! Wow, I'm gonna Go sell your papers. See yeah. you later. Kiss, kiss. They leave. Yeah. So they start stalking uh, Davy's sister and Davy's little brother, Sarah. Sarah and David Jr. Sarah and David Jr. Sorry, and um, yeah, and then and he's swinging that sword. He does he even swing the sword? <laughs> he swings the sword at air before they show up. <laughs> yeah, like like I thought he was just like playing with it, and then the thing yeah. is, once once it's fighting time, like he doesn't have the sword. He doesn't use it. No, he threw it. <laughs> yeah, is it wood? It seemed like it was wood. If it's not wood, it's maybe yeah. I don't know. If it was because if it was I, cardboard, I have, hard, I have a hard time saying it's cardboard because I don't know. He's had that thing for a while. He's swinging it around pretty fine. Seemed like it might have mm-hmm. some heft to it. Maybe it's like plywood. I'd still fucking rather use that than my hands yeah, better, if I was like an eight year old. Better than his little boy hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at exactly. least it gives him some reach. Mm-hmm. He's not very smart. Heck of a coffer though. <laughs> yeah. So David Junior. He can't do shit, and Jack has to come to the rescue of basically davy's well, entire first, family first david comes to the rescue yeah well, does a really bad job i don't blame you for skipping over that part it's embarrassing <laughs> he, he spears the guy they but they all get up anyway because you know they're bigger then jack comes to the rescue and then jack shows up and says hey he doesn't actually say anything he just punches him really good yeah so amends are made all is forgiven and they have to come up with a plan for how they're going to end the strike. And since they have that paper, well, I guess they have a printing press for paper in the basement of Davy's <laughs> new home. Fuck, not Davy, Jack. We're skipping a fair amount of this movie. Well, the thing is, this is the last thing that I have in my notes that they sing a song and they print a paper. <laughs> and I don't know what happens. So here's the here's what we might have missed that might have been a little bit Because I think we skipped him giving the the article. Well, I, I was going to say, so um, what happened even before the whole rally scene is um, Pulitzer has it in with the mayor. Because him and his newspaper buddies are all getting together with this poker game, and they're making a deal. You let us arrest these boys with as much force as possible, and me, Hertz, the other paper guy, we're all going to run your ad campaign for re-election and all of your papers. Let us do this one thing. All the paper boys, all the paper boys, all the big, the fat cats, I believe you've been calling them, I should use that term. All the fat cats are in on this, and the mayor's in their pocket. All right? Because of that, no one is reporting on anything that the Newsies is doing. 
including their friend who's been trying to report on this the whole time. He is now being reassigned to the war. Because he's their ace war correspondent. So he's ready to pack it up, go home. Before that, he gives them the article that he would have wrote about the rally. Little David Jr. wraps it up in a hot dog to eat later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrapped it he wrapped <laughs> in a hot dog. <laughs> but turns out to be really important because this, like, again, this eventually gets... T- okay, <laughs> okay, go so, on. So apparently I missed the handoff of the article. Like, I knew that it happened, but... okay. David David saw it. He wasn't happy because about it in general because he was he was he felt betrayed. That well, the, yeah, uh, I saw that, but I just didn't leaving. see the handoff. That- I saw the hot dog get unwrapped, but I just missed the in between. Like, how did this end up around the hot dog? There you go. I, I, I gave it to you. He had the hot dog with him the whole <laughs> he just, time. He just the little boy just having to wrap it around a hot dog to save for later. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, for whatever reason, God knows why. I mean, he's in New York and he's just got a plain hot dog, but that's how he does it. It looked like a good hot dog. There was a lot of bread. I mean, yeah, I know, but, you know, get some relish and some mustard on that. Maybe some fried onions. I mean, he definitely didn't have all of that with him when he unwrapped the hot dog. No, he didn't have anything on the hot dog. It was just a plain hot dog. What are you doing, kid? He's too poor. He's too poor. You have the freaking reporter paying for everything here. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, continue. Anyway, so the guy's being moved to the war front. He's going to be their ace reporter. Real bummed out about it. The kids are real bummed out about it. They make their way back to him saying, hey, did you honestly mean what you're right? Because if so, we might need to get the word out there. And how exactly do we do that? And the guy says, well, we're going to need a printing press. And then Jack Kelly says, <laughs> I happen to know a guy. Because it turns out Pulitzer was keeping an old one in that place. He was making him sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so they sneak in. They print their own newspaper. And they sing a good in, they- song. And by sneak in, they just go in, because that's where he's fucking staying, right? Well, I mean, they have to kind of sneak in, because Weasel is apparently staying there, too. Because they say, hey, be quiet, I got Mr. Weasel here. And then they go, la, 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 making a paper, gotta save the day. The top once of their in, lungs. Once and for all. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite song in the movie. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, that one? Yeah, that was my favorite. Sorry I can't have opinions. Craig, I'm making fun of him because he, he was he was also he was being a jerk when I said I really liked the the King of New York. I think it's a fine song. I don't I think like I made fun too. of you. Yeah, you said, that's your I favorite song. I don't even Come remember. On. I don't even Forget remember. Forget about it. Song, this song, I don't even remember it. <laughs> it's the part where they tell him to be quiet and then start singing. Craig How doesn't even remember, remember anything about this movie. Well, give him a break. He had to watch it five days ago. Okay, Craig, you should take notes like I do next time. I was organizing comics while I was watching it. Okay, well, that's not going to help anyone. <laughs> I'm glad you at least watched the movie uninterrupted, Casca. Oh, yeah, I like this movie. And also, I make a habit of watching all these movies uninterrupted, Mr. World of Warcraft. I didn't play that today, don't worry. I was doing trades in Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's what I freaking thought. Is that how was- you uh, sprained your ankle? Yes, I sprained my ankle sitting at Making my computer watching the Pokemon newsies. Go. No, like Pokemon Go is what I'm asking. <laughs> he got so excited he wanted to get up and dance too. He's like, whoa, I bet I can do that cowboy thing too. Turns out he couldn't. Okay, Craig. The way that I hurt my ankle is that I was I was sitting in a weird position at work and my leg fell asleep and I didn't know it fell asleep. So I got up and I 
tried to walk, and oh, next thing you know, like all of my weight goes onto my foot, which just be- ends up bending in a weird position. I try to save myself so I don't fall on my face, and then I end up doing the same thing again on the bad foot. And oh boy, yeah, That's not, not great. A good situation. I I'm just like I never done what you've done. Neither have I. I know when my foot's asleep. Yeah, it's weird that you didn't. Do you have poor circulation? I was busy doing. I'm just, I'm just making something. sure. Like maybe you have a, you know, you know, yeah. Are you, are your appendages cold normally? I mean, I had ice on my foot for the past well, like no, hour. Obviously, I don't mean right now, you pozo. <laughs> that like in general, that you couldn't tell that your foot fell asleep. No. Okay. Does your foot often go numb? No, I I had a lot on my mind that I didn't notice. Shut I'm up. just making sure you don't have early onset diabetes. I'm worried about my friend. Let's finish the movie first. I'm sorry, my buddy takes precedence over this film. Well, well, I I, I want to eat too. Well, that's why you got into this mess, Mister Diabetes. Fine. Have a nice salad. Okay, so they print the paper and then they end up distributing it, and the fat cats—they're mad at. <laughs> how this paper got out i guess and <laughs> it's it's a fun scene and does everyone just end up going to the home of what's his face pulitzer yeah pretty much they get not only the newsies but all the other working class kids in this city because turns out this city is pretty much run on child labor oh yeah that was the main thing that the guy was pushing for the reporter man saying yeah it was an epidemic yes sir we have nothing but we have kids doing all these terrible, dirty jobs, and they're not getting paid much, and they're screwing them over every chance they get. Yeah, like you got these the newsies, the one percenters. Yeah, you got the newsies, you got the sweatshop workers, you got everyone just coming together, standing outside the office of Pulitzer, and well, not outside the office, but outside the building. And yeah. Jack, he goes up to Pulitzer's office and says, "Hey, you hear that?" and Pulitzer kind of has a mental breakdown, I feel, saying, yeah, make it stop. <laughs> yeah, that, Close the window. <laughs> yeah, that, Close it. That part Go home. Like, the, the way he's like, he's like holding his ears like it's too loud. Like, it's like, ah, like it's the feeling of guilt. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was just like, I know he does it, but I was waiting for him to push Jack Kelly out that window. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all I know about the movie. Uh, this is what this is. This this really good scene though is before the strike ends. And it's right before, and he goes, "How in the heck did you even print this thing? No one should be printing about this strike." I only goes, I only used the best printers or something. <laughs> I used only right. the best. Only the best, Mister Pulitzer. <laughs> Wink. And then he has like a realization and just kind of laughs. And goes, okay, you boys win. Whatever you want. <laughs> and the strike's over. I, I guess they got their paper price reduced back to what it was. Uh, No, they did not. <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> well, I don't know about the film. They didn't really explain what happened. But in real life, the price stayed at 60 cents for 100. But, but they allowed but, a buy, buyback. Yeah, they allowed a buyback. For all unsold merchandise. Which, in turn, is actually probably better, because I'm sure yeah. there's always plenty of unsold there's merchandise. There's always people who didn't sell it, except for Jack Kelly. Jack Kelly didn't get anything out of this deal. Poor guy. Oh, well. Wait, doesn't he at least get a girlfriend at the end? 
Well, I mean, he kind of already, you know, even the way he, you see, the, you saw the way Sarah was talking, looking at him and everything. It's not really a surprise to anyone. They do a kiss, like a deep kiss. Well, upsetting. He saw how she was, people. she was eating that cake. Yeah. Throwing it real hard. It's a little upsetting. Link. Um, but I think the most important, because everyone in this film gets their comeuppance. Because um, it turns out the guy who was running the, uh, the, what the hell do you call it? The refuge? Yeah, he was he was taking the money the state was take was giving them to take care of these kids and pocketed it all. Word got out. Oh yeah, I saw that someone got in trouble, but I didn't know yes, why sir. he got in trouble. <laughs> it was Snyder for pocketing the money. So they released the kids that were detained by you know questionable means because he was just throwing people in there for the heck of it. This boy, and um, they threw him in prison. <laughs> and then Teddy Roosevelt shows up. <laughs> Jack's best friend and governor of New York to give our good old boy Jack Kelly a ride. Yeah, this was a good joke. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, we got Teddy Roosevelt coming up and he looked good. And f- yeah, you know. Was that actually him? That was that was Dr. Eggman himself. Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Um also, for those who don't recognize why that fits a joke, is because the whole way Jack Kelly escaped from the refuge was he snuck in uh, Teddy Roosevelt's car when he visited the one time. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Was, why, you're the one who wait, said it was you a didn't joke. Know. That was literally, they brought that up <laughs> that like was, 10 times in the movie. Also, that was the joke. What yeah. joke was it that you were thinking? Wait, did Teddy Roosevelt actually like know him or no? No. no. He kept claiming that he did. But yeah, because he just but he just hopped onto the back of his car as he drove as he drove out of the refuge. Yeah, allegedly. Like, I know Teddy Roosevelt got like mentioned before in the movie, but I didn't. That that, that was why he he technically gave Jack Kelly a ride out of that place. Okay, which is why it was funny that he's now offering Jack Kelly a ride to anywhere he wants to go. Gotcha. And it also makes it it makes it double hilarious when Crunchy comes up and says, Hey, your friend's here. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just a really good scene. So he hops on that thing and he goes to Santa Fe, end of the movie. Wait, he actually went to Santa Fe? No, he didn't. No, he just turns around he, and comes back. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He does make he does plan to go to the train station, but he had a heart to heart with Teddy Roosevelt and decided, you know what, my work here is not done. Wait, what did Teddy say to him? I don't know. They don't show that part. Oh, okay. But when he leaves, he talks about having a conversation with Mr. Roosevelt. And he changed his mind. There's a lot of work to do here. You can't just leave. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That works. Good movie. Yeah. A lot of good songs. Yeah. Very educational. Now we got to watch the uh, Broadway musical or whatever. At least I'm pretty sure it's there. Like, I know I'm... Like, 99% sure I saw a second Newsies thing on Disney+. Plus. I mean, I'll believe it. They definitely released a Broadway version. Oh, it's called... It was on Disney+. Plus. It's called Disney's Newsies, the Broadway musical. I'll believe that. Sure. So, it's probably a good time, I Sounds imagine. Like a blast. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're this one's... that next week, are we? No. Luckily, okay. next week... We're going to watch a much shorter movie because this movie is two hours, 14 minutes. Yeah, the Broadway it's... musical. Wait, what? Oh, this well, is... I mean, that's not that that's not that much longer than this one. This one was two hours and like six minutes. Yeah, this is 10 minutes longer. 
which when I saw that this one, well, the one we just watched was two hours, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this. It flies by, though. That's true, because there, there was just so many songs to just fill the time in between the story stuff, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a good musical. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. But yeah, Newsy is the Broadway musical. That is not next week. Next week is going to be Disney Channel original movie, Cadet Kelly. Ooh, yeah! Greg's okay. just I, so I thrilled. I have a guest appearance this episode. It's weird. Did you watch the Newsies? Is that Hulk Hogan? Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> Never mind. I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, don't worry. I'm here too, brother. Hey, <laughs> Hulkster. <laughs> thank you, Macho Man Randy Savage, and thank you, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Running wild on you, brother. Hulkamania. I don't want to be ran wild on this. That's number one signing off. Now, if I have the floor, I'm going to say some racial things about a certain group of individuals. While I make love to my best friend's wife. Yeah, you do that, brother. Actually, I don't really say that. (laughs) I think you got the wires crossed there, brother. (laughs) I have to poop. Last off with a Disney Channel original movie, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. No air duct cruising, no recycle bin diving, and please try to stay out of restricted zones. She's your typical cosmic kid who's been grounded. Shuttle departure in three minutes. But when disaster hits home base, it's up to Xenon to save her family and friends up in space. Everybody up there is in danger of mortis. Watch Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, starring Kirsten Storms and Raven.